What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the podcast, I sat down with an agent who has built a team that did over 100 deals last year. He's got a big announcement at the end of this podcast, so make sure you tune in till the end. Welcome to the show, Justin Watson. Welcome to the show, Justin. How are you doing today? Good. Excellent. Yeah, no, you're looking great for uh, just finishing up two days of intense masterminding here in Colorado Springs with our hyperfast agent crowd. So you've been a member of that program for, what, like a year, a little over a year now? The program itself, about a year and a half. Okay. But been with the, coming to the event since 2019. All right, so long time uh, attendee and, and been doing these masterminds now. Uh, before we jump into some of the, the lessons you've learned here and just with running your team and the big announcement you've got coming in at the end, by the way, why don't you tell uh, all of our listeners and viewers out there a little bit about your background, how you got into real estate, and how you built a team that's doing you know, over 100 deals a year. Okay. Uh, so I spent eight years in the uh, United States Navy as a smart technician. I was also a Navy recruiter for three years, which kind of got me, you know, my first step into the door of sales. What what Uh, ship were you on? The USS Cape St. George. Okay. Yeah, they were, um, I served in there in Norfolk, Virginia, but then of course, as soon as I transferred off the ship, they, the ship got transferred to San Diego. Uh So, (laughs) I just stayed a little longer, I'm like, there's a big difference between Norfolk and San Diego. So, um, but yeah, I was a Navy recruiter for three years, and after that, I went to Penn State for, I was an English major. Wanted to do stuff in English literature, but then, of course, didn't work out. I ended up doing marketing for a um, home improvement company. Knocking on people's doors, selling windows, roofing, siding, things like that. And then uh, eventually they went out of business. And in the meantime, I did get my real estate license, but I didn't really do anything with it the first two years. Just like a side hustle or mm-hmm. something on the side? Yeah. Yes, and then uh, the remodeling company went out of business, so I was basically forced to do real estate full-time, and um, basically I was a solo agent for the first five years. Uh, I was coming to the hyper-fast events. It took a while, and I that's when I made the, the, the big decision to start a team, you know, basically coming from these. What, what was it like that first year when, I mean, shit must have got a little real when all of a sudden the company's out of business? You have your license, but you don't have an income. Mm-hmm. What was that first year like? <laughs> that first year was, it was very intimidating. I mean, it came, all came at the right time, though. Mm-hmm. So right, it was it was it was actually July fourth is when they went out of business. So uh, thankfully, I had a couple of nice deals in the pipeline to get me through the first few months, which was nice. And then, but I think the that year, I think I did like fifteen deals by myself. So. And pretty much everything's doubled since then. You know, so 15 production. deals first year, over one a month, which is great. And then doubling ever since. Uh, when did you start to hire people? Uh, that would be, so basically 2001 was January 1st, 2001 is when I officially started my team. 2001? I'm sorry, 2021. Yeah, 20 years gets away from it. Um, yeah, so 2021 is when I started my team. I had me, my wife, who's also an agent, and then I had two other brand new agents that I started training. And from there, we've grown from four of us to 
We've actually grown from four to ten to eight to nine. Currently, we have nine people on okay. our team all together. Um, still has some other prospects in the future. In 2021, the first year of the team, you did over a hundred deals. You know, starting off with four agents, so. Mm -hmm super productive numbers as a team and at the individual agent level. How is 22 looking compared to 21? So as of the end of July, end of July we did 130. So you already passed, in seven months you passed. Oh, we passed yeah, that's what you did a year ago, wow. Yeah, yeah we're, on, we're on pace to double, which is what my goal was. Okay, and why, why do you think that is happening? Because this is a market where interest rates have gone up, Sellers aren't budging much on prices yet. You know, there's maybe a cooling off down, or uh, at minimum, there's less transactions out there. 10, 15, 20% less transactions, depending on what market you're in, but yet you're doubling. How are you doing that? It's all mindset. Mm -hmm. And again, we had such an influx of new agents in 2021 and 2020 that it's the newer agents are like, oh my God, this is almost like so easy. But I was an agent before COVID. I remember when you know it was hard to get asking price. If you sold a house in thirty days, that you were a rock star, you know. So I think it's all the mindset of you know we go back, we readjust, we pivot, and we you know keep moving. So but it was so I want to say it was so easy those last couple of years. Right. But you know through a sign up, you had multiple offers. It was it was priced decently. So it was kind of crazy so now we're going to be weaning out i think a lot of those agents if you were to go back to the people that have the agents that have those sales skills and they have that drive and that they'll squeeze every you know penny out of a sale or squeeze every you know if they can get seller assist for their buyer whatever they're going to do for their clients right. they're going to do the most and not the you know volume i guess how do you train your agents to to have that mentality to really fight for their clients to really you know want to be like the best professional agent they can be well i mean we, we obviously we, we train by example uh especially so all of our our all of our agents are all brand new to the industry i mean they might have done some things with sales in the past but nothing with the real estate agents so we do a lot of it in we do a lot of it in person, and and the other two is I do show them. So I show them all my numbers from 2014 all the way up till whatever the date is. So you're showing them what's possible and, and what you can do if you consistently put in effort over the years. Yep, and I show them exactly where those leads came from. So my very first year, 2008, when I was still part time, I think I did, uh, I think I did seven deals, and I think one came from my broker, which was. Also, the only lead I think I really ever got from my broker that wasn't a relocation uh, thing that nobody else wanted. But uh, and that one deal, and the rest of them were from knocking on doors, you know, SOI, talking to people at the grocery store, and I showed them these are, this is how you get good leads. Right. Hold that thought for a second. Did you know I've been involved in developing and building hundreds of homes? And did you know that we take partner investors? in our deals. If you want to learn about new opportunities that we have for real estate investors, go to my Instagram account, it's the Dan Lesniak, and send me a direct message. Again, if you want to learn about my next opportunities for
for our real estate investor partners, go to my Instagram at ddanlesniak and send me a direct message. Yeah. So you're teaching them how to close deals, you're teaching them how to find leads. I think the broker comment is interesting because like, you know, I've, I've started off at a couple different big box uh, broker brands and um, you know, year one, I was number one salesperson in my office, closed zero leads from the broker, right? Mm -hmm. I think the, the broker in terms of branding means less and less every day, right? It's, it's becoming more of what can the agent brand, what can the agent uh, create, and yeah. what can the team create? So like learning those skills, like how to get leads instead of like 30 years ago, maybe you'd sit in a broker office and people would call and ask for an agent, but doesn't really happen anymore. Um, no, less not, and less. No, not with technology, the way they, I mean, I get screened a lot, like people find me on Zillow. Right. You know, they, they type in, you know, good agent. Um, I'll get shout outs from there. Like, I love your reviews. I love the amount of business you're doing. Um, you know, and then I, but I built that. And that's when I told my agents, I was like, listen, where I am now is because of what I did a year ago. Like, so if, and I told them where they're at, because like right now, some of them have been in the business for a year now. So they've been in the business. So I told them, I was like, you're living the lifestyle that you built like a, roughly about a year ago. You know? Right. So, and I, you know, I sort of keep building, basically building that way, but I'm like, and I tell them all the time, I was like, even if you get leads, because we do provide leads, but they might not like them, and I'm like, well, go get your own leads then, because I'm sure you know, the best leads you get, you're ever going to get are probably referrals, stuff that you built. Yeah, people you know? that already know, like, and trust you. Yes, exactly. Yep. What's, what's your best lead source right now? Honestly, Zillow. Okay. Um, and Zillow's... Which, like, a lot of agents, like, cringe when they, they hear that, and they just have this, like, very shut-out mentality to it. But online lead sources, there's several I choose from, can be quite effective if you do it right. So what are you doing right from when the lead is, you know, comes in to when it closes? Like, how are you doing that well enough that it's one of your better lead sources. So I guess, you know, our answer rate. My answer rate is probably about 93%. So because I don't, uh, when I have my leads come in through Zillow, they get broadcasted to all the agents. Okay. Whoever answers first gets it. So you've set up a system that it's gonna be responding to Almost always, and then very quickly. <laughs> yes, and and I screen their I screen their phone calls, um, like I said, and and I will if I have to I will point out like I will call out one agent that maybe mm -hmm. is not doing it right, but most of the time I, I I put it with the team meetings that we have that you know I say I was going through phone calls. Don't say this. Maybe try to say it this way to critique, but you know with Zillow we were getting you know roughly about thirty leads ish a month depending. So, you know, they get a lot of, they've had a lot of practice over. And of those years. 30, how many would you say you close in a given month? A uh, given month, I said our, probably our conversion, I your overall conversion is probably close to like maybe 15 to 20% in our area. Wow, that's pretty good on, on yeah. the Zillow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's double or triple what a lot of people are at. So. Our I think, area is I think different. That, that quick follow-up and that, I'm, I'm sure you also do consistent follow-up too, right? It's not just one call. So I think I think that's a lot of times the key with uh, online leads is a lot of agents 
aren't good at, right, is, is setting up systems or ways, you know, either through your team or the CRM you have to and spending an hour a day, you know, following up with the leads that have already come in. And, and, you know, it doesn't take much, like an hour or two is probably enough for most people. But then having that quick follow-up too, I think when you pair, pair that quick follow-up with the consistency over time, you're going to convert those online leads. Um, a lot of agents just give up too soon. Or and it's discipline. The systems. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's discipline. I mean, I've, I've, I try to teach that, you know, if they, so uh, some of our Zillow leads aren't live calls. Some of them are nurture. So we have to call the clients. So then one thing I did teach them was that, um, you know, when you attempt to call the Zillow lead, if they don't answer, you don't answer, you don't leave a voice message. All you do is you go in your phone now and you save that phone number, you know, possible client, whatever his name is or his or her name. So that way, when they call back, you can say, hey, Bill, or hey, Bob, say, hey, Sandy. And they're like, who is this? And how do you know my name? You know, so it automatically, you know, kind of breaks that ice there, you know, a lot of times. So there's small things like that, but we're disciplined that that's the first thing you do when you get off the phone. Don't wait, because if you wait, and you might forget it. And the next thing you know is you're not answering your phone because you don't recognize the number, you know, stuff like that. So what, uh, if you didn't have Zillow, right? What type of lead source right now in today's environment would you look to replace it with? In today's environment, I'm kind of touching a little bit on uh, Ylopo now. Okay. So I've been trying that for about three weeks. Uh, haven't had, obviously, we haven't had any closings on it, but I have made contact. Um, some of the leads, which basically, maybe you know what Ylopo is, is kind of a, a social media ad where they go into Facebook ads, Google ads, local service ads. Uh, they're even working into the HomeBot system. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good while Oppo is with like following the lead around the mm -hmm. internet. So three weeks is like, you're like on day one basically, right? You're like yeah. super early. You, know, you, don't, you don't really know on a new lead source for a few months. Um, which if you're an agent listening to this and you're trying a new lead source, don't give up after the first 30 days, right? It, it, it takes time. Yeah. And it's um, and and they kind of explain that like listen it is a process and it will build, but you know it's like with anything like you know you do investments you know you can't it's hard to just get like dollar for dollar for stuff, but eventually you'll get you know, your return. What uh, what are you doing for like the traditional lead sources like open houses referrals past clients SOI like, how do you maximize that? I'm sure you're doing a, a pretty good job on those too. We do, and we try to do, so we try to do like monthly events okay. for our clients. Uh, it'll be focused towards the clients that's, that um, settle that month, where we actually have, you know, we'll do at a local, lots of local restaurants, local breweries, things like that. Everybody who's settled or closed for that month, we're trying to get them to a basically end of month kind of get together. Oh, that's a pretty cool idea. That. Um, you know, trying to get back into a little bit more of the gifting. And I mean, obviously with end of 2021, 2021 was just insane. Like it was, right. you know, every, you had all these balls up in the air, you're trying to catch <laughs> as many as you can, you know? Um, so, but we're trying to get back to like the basics of what, um, you know, real estate really is, which is relationships. Relationships with clients, relationships with businesses, relationships, um, you know, in your community. So we're trying to gear a little bit more towards that now that the market's kind of slowing a little bit, but um, you know, just talking to people, being a presence. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things you need to do in a, in a shift or a slowdown 
if you're an agent out there listening, is like go back to your database, your past clients, your SOI, and, and like overdo it on the reach out that touches to that group because you know, that's going to be the most the biggest bang for your buck. So like, if you're thinking of slowdown is coming or you're feeling it, like double down on your database. Like, you already have those leads. You've already paid for them or built the relationship. So don't neglect those for the new shiny object. Yeah, and we've had, we've had, we did, we have had, you know, waves um, or a little bit of a roller coaster with Zillow. So yeah. we had, we'd have awesome months and all of a sudden then Zillow would drop for a month and people were like, where's my leads? And I'm like, well, how many people did you call today? Did you just, Go with your contact list, like, um, you know, the squeaky wheel, like I said, just say, hey, how you doing today? You know, don't forget, we're real estate agent, you know, anybody wants to buy or sell, you know, um, people are saying that probably in the next, like, six months, it probably might be one of the best times to buy in the next few years. I mean, I've yeah. some different. Yeah, we don't say that. It could be a pause before another big, you know, jump up, like, mm -hmm. we don't know. We, we still have like inflation issues and cost of replacement and all that, so yeah. uh, we definitely don't know. So don't get discouraged. Um, you know, double down on, on things that you know work well. Now uh, you've got a big announcement, right? We've been kind of waiting until the end here, so yes. Um, let the audience know what uh, what the future of your team is. So yeah, our big announcement. So uh, really quick, just a step back. I'm also so I run a team in Pennsylvania. And then I'm also licensed in Maryland, and my wife and I are both licensed in Florida as well. Hold that thought for a second. Are you a new real estate agent looking to jumpstart your career? Or perhaps you are an experienced agent looking to build and scale and get to the next level. If you are, I've got great news for you. After building and scaling multiple real estate businesses, I am now taking my real estate team to all 50 states. In fact, it's going to be international. I'm going to offer cutting edge technology training in lead generation, team building, investing, and additional opportunities to build revenue streams. If you are interested and want to learn more about this opportunity, send me a text message directly to my cell phone, 703-638-4393. Again, text me at 703-638-4393. So this also kind of played a, a part of our big change and the brokerages that we're at now, it's nothing to do with anything that they've done. Like it's kind of like the, everybody, you know, a lot of the conservative part, they look at, uh, if it's not broken, don't fix it type of thing, this type of thing. But we have decided that to actually best move forward with our long-term goals for not only me, but my team members and frankly, our clients and our future clients is we're going to be transitioning all three states over to eXp Realty. So very excited. There's a lot of different uh, reasons, I guess, why, but it's, it's mostly, it just, it feels right. What's best for, like I said, our business and our clients and our future clients. So, um, yeah, for the agents I mean, listening out there, team leaders, brokers, like what are the advantages on that platform? You know, cause I know making, even if a change makes a lot of sense, it's hard to do. Um, but what is it about the EXP platform ecosystem that, you know, 
really is, is attractive to you? I think the most attractive part of it is the fact that you can grow in EXP uh, without even having a team. Because the one thing about having a team is it's nice, but truthfully, and obviously you know, you know, you know, Terry Scholl's team, um, you don't expect everybody to stay forever. Like it's, right. it's not it's not an environment for that where you're going to have other agents that are going to outgrow the team. Well, the way EXP works is if you um, if you sponsor someone and they're you know might be a great fit for the team, but they also just might be a great fit for EXP. And you could be a sponsor and you can take part in the revenue share and you can help them and then they can take part in revenue shares down the line. It's really an investment into your career without just having to sell houses every day for the rest of your life. <laughs> so as, as a team leader, do you think that that component will potentially help with retention on the team? Because agents are building up their own rev share? Definitely. And I mean, but at the same time, I think it's a great component for them with their careers and their livelihood and their, and you know, their, their income. But I think it's also, it'll, it still works on both levels, whether it's on a team, me, or if it's being a solo agent, or maybe they start their own team. Right, which you like see in a great position, like with this platform, you can, you know, have agents from all 50 states, I think 22 countries now, like, mm -hmm. say, hey, Justin, I, I, I like what you're doing with the team, you seem like, you know, you might be someone that could help me launch my career, or, or, or you know, make my first hire, uh, you know, I want to join EXP under you, but I'm in Texas, right? Well, yep. you don't have to go get licensed in Texas with this platform, and you can still, you still have this great way of, you know, helping, like being rewarded for attracting that agent and helping them grow their business. Yeah, exactly, and that's and that's kind of the business where that's if you're looking at that's a business with that we're in, even with our with our clients, you know, like. I mean, our, you know, help our clients and they help us grow the business. So why shouldn't it be the same way in our real estate business, you know, as, as agents or uh, things like that? So even as brokers, like, why wouldn't we, you know, try to reward folks instead of, again, no offense, but, you know, some brokerages, okay, well, well here's $100 for every, for the first five deals that this agent brings into the brokerage, you know, that's nice, but then it's not long-term. Right. It's something that's kind of, you know, it's kind of like a quick, you know, uh, you know. Well, there's thing. some on the other extreme that are like, here's a big signing bonus that, you know, I won't mention names, that yeah. uh, that you can have, and it's going to take us five, ten years to re recuperate that, and that's why we're like, losing $100 million a quarter, right? There's, there's like that extreme well, which then I would be concerned with, well, what's the long-term viability, right? So it's cool to see a company that grows organically by, like sharing in the revenue with its agents. Yeah, and I know, I know we've talked before about this, and like I said, the whole brick and mortar building, everything is is cloud-based now. You know, people rarely even, you know, save documents or files on their laptop, they save them on the cloud, or they save them on, you know, OneDrive, which are, you know, basically virtual, you know, storage. That That's another, like, interesting thing about EXP, is they were virtual, like from the beginning, so prior to when everyone went virtual in 2020. So they like, had years of experience on this ahead of everyone else. And yeah. yeah, the brick and mortar means less now 
to customers. It means less more to workers. And like we said before, like the broker's not typically generating leads anymore. That branding is less and less important every day. And the cool thing about the EXP platform, like you know, some of these national brands, like you have to have their logo and colors and this size on your sign and branding and you know, EXP, it's just create your own branding, create your own signs, just just put, you know, powered by EXP and mm-hmm. and the size that is legally required in your state, right? So that the branding is, is more agent focused, which I think is pretty cool too. Yeah, and we're you know, and people are more control of so many things in their own lives nowadays. So it's not like it's like you don't have to go to a, a broker and then you would get in the back seat of the agent's car where they would take take you around the neighborhood showing you five, six houses because you had no access to stuff. But now there's so much access that there's it's really just kind of a waste of an overhead like to to have these places. Which is why the cost structure is also a lot better for like probably almost any agent out there. I mean there's so other places that have like no caps or big caps and uh, you know EXP on a cost structure comes in better than you know any model that offers what it offers yeah. that I've seen. Yeah, I mean it just cuts out the like I said, cuts out the garbage, cuts out the overhead stuff. I mean that's um, you know I I I mean at my I said I might original brokerage, a Pennsylvania brokerage, like I said, I've been there for eight years, and the only time I ever go to that office is to drop off folders or pick up checks. That's the only time I don't work out of there. I work out of, um, you know, I work remote. And the things, if you're a really good agent too, you should be working at the Starbucks. You should be working at the, the local coffee shops. You just, that's how you meet people. That's how you interact, and that's how you get leads not sitting in a cubicle talking to the guy next to you about what you did over the weekend. Right. You know, that's the first thing I learned in sales, whether it's recruiting or I did car sales for a little bit, but you know, get out of the bullpen, get out there on the car lot, walking around, getting the, you know. Yeah, usually a lot of those offices, the, the people that are around talking the most are like the ones selling the least to. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a hobby, quite unproductive. Well, if people want to learn more about this or um, you know how they can build their careers with you at EXP, how should they contact you? So my two best contacts is going to be my email, which is uh, J Watson Sells, J W A T S O N S E L L at Gmail dot com, or you can call my cell phone number. It's four eight four five seven seven six five eight two. All right, so uh, hit up Justin if you are looking for an EXP sponsor or just want to learn more about it. Uh, before we wrap up, I always do a hyper-fast round if you're ready for some rapid-fire Q&A. Yeah. Yep. Uh, biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? <sighs> biggest uh, real estate agent? Uh, either find a team or find a good coach. All right, what's uh, a common mistake that experienced agents make? Common mistake experienced agents make? So that houses sell themselves, maybe. Like that's, they don't, like they, you know, we have a job. Right. So. What's been the biggest challenge for you in real estate? Biggest challenge in real estate is learning that discipline. So be disciplined not to sit 
you know, because you can make your own schedule and your schedule consists of you watching Wheel of Fortune at 1130 every <laughs> afternoon, then that's what you're going to do, but that's not going to make you money. All right. When you're not selling homes or working on the business, what are you most likely doing? Traveling. Last one, where do you see yourself five years from now? Five years from now, I see myself running, I run a large team in Pennsylvania. I want to have a large team in the Miami area and Annapolis, Maryland. I want to grow more teams. All right, well, thank you for being on the show today, Justin. Uh, one more time before we sign off, if people want to connect with you on social or, or learn more about joining UEXP, what do they need to do? So you can always find me if you just Google the Justin Watson team. Okay. I have a very large presence. You can find my contact information there. Or again, my phone number is 484-577-6582. Text, call, I always answer. All right, well, thanks for being on the show today. So all of our listeners and viewers out there, thank you for tuning in. Please share this episode with other people that you think would benefit from listening or watching. We'll see you next time. Real estate agents, I have built out a group in all 50 states in many different countries as well. And I'm looking for people that want to partner with me and get the benefit of not one, but two nationally recognized coaching programs to help grow your business. If you are ready to join me at EXP or want to learn more information about it, I would be honored if you would send me a text message at 703-638-4393. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure and go to hyperfastagent.com to learn about upcoming in-person and online events. And don't forget to share this show with someone that you think could benefit from hearing it and make sure you subscribe on YouTube or anywhere that you can find podcasts. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show and we will see you next time. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around to the end. I hope you enjoyed that video. And if you want to see more, click right here. And if you want 100 real estate tips from my best-selling book, click right here to download them instantly. And if you're new to this channel, click below to subscribe.